Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Get the Fuck Off podcast on this Monday. I am excited to have you all back with me. Um, I just wanted to take a moment and thank you all from the bottom of my heart for all of your support over the last 79 episodes. Without you, I swear, I would not be here. I would not be here if it wasn't for your DMs and your emails and your messages in all areas, just letting me know. All of the love and support is greatly appreciated. If you guys would like to, please feel free to leave me a review or a star rating. That would be lovely. I know I don't ask for those things very often. And today I was looking and I was like, oh, I have a lot of people who listen to this. And I was like, I have like three reviews. I wonder what people actually think. So please, if you feel inclined, you can go ahead and leave me a review and uh, a star rating if that is something that you would like to do. I really appreciate all of you for being here and for um, supporting me. And I'm always here to support you. Today, I'm going to be talking about intuition. So my emails over the last three days have focused a lot on intuition and one of them specifically was how we fuck up intuition in the west and it came from a story that a friend of mine was telling we had done this thing together and then we were kind of just shooting the shit when it was over and she was telling me about this retreat that she had um a ways back so we were talking and she was telling me about this retreat and she said you know i did this retreat and the, the retreat was on intuition And she was saying how the people that went to the retreat were, it was very Western. So this was a very Western sort of situation. They went to the retreat and their their idea of what it was going to be was that they were going to go and there was going to be teachers and the teachers were going to teach them the things on intuition and then they were going to know about intuition. So that's the model that we adopt in the West. It's the give me the five steps, give me the plan, give me the the one, two, three, give me the whatever the fuck and then teacher is going to teach student and then student is going to walk away with a certificate that says I know about intuition. Now I uh, that is a little bit of, a, of an exaggeration of the story. Like, obviously, these people weren't just handing out pieces of paper saying, you are now certified to know about intuition. But that's the mindset that we have. Like, we have the mindset, like, just give me the five things, give me the six things, give me the seven things, give me the eight things that I can do, and then I will be 
able to do those things. And I am going to go into intuitive eating, by the way, later in this podcast. So if you are one of those people that is still confused over intuitive eating, please stick around and we will talk about intuitive eating and we're going to talk about your body and we're going to talk about all kinds of great shit. But let's go back to this this story with, with my, my friend in the retreat. It was very interesting because the retreat was on intuition and the participants wanted to be taught. And if you notice in a situation, you don't like we're taught in the West teacher, student, and we're taught that way because there are macro level systems that are at play that are waiting for you to fall in line so that they can continue to function. Um, it was so interesting. Um, my boyfriend was just telling me a story two weeks ago about how one of the most powerful things was told to him in school by a teacher and the teacher said they want you to I mean I hope I don't butcher it like word for word so I'm so sorry love if I do um he listens to the podcast but he said they want you to have a child because then you are tied to supporting that child like our society wants you to get married and have children because then you need an income and then you, you're tied to the job that you have because you need security. Because you have to have security to support your children. Like, so this is, this was really, really powerful for me to hear because I had heard that in, I had heard that in, from like one or two other people in my life that I never really understood before how that played in. But there's all this talk always about how people will, stop being intuitive for the sake of their children they'll default to safety because we want to make sure that our children don't starve to death so we want to make sure that we're making the quote-unquote most logical decisions right so these are these are things um I don't know how I got off topic but I'm going to go back to this retreat so the retreat these people wanted to be taught by a teacher because that's what we're taught oh yes now I remember okay so we're taught by a teacher to behave a certain way and we're taught by a teacher to behave a certain way so that we can fall in line and we can keep the motor of western society running so that is what these people were looking for these people were looking for guidance and instruction and 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 their sort of um like their that sort of experience and through it kind of missed the point of intuition and intuition would be that everything about that situation could have been something that had guided those people towards their you know their into their more intuitive nature like intuitive guidance comes through in all sorts of ways I can give you an example. For as much as I bitch about Bubba Gump and the years that I spent working for Bubba Gump I would not have the life I have now had it not been for Bubba Gump. And the reason why was not only because of the work I did for Bubba Gump, but also because when my ex-boyfriend left me at the airport in 2018, someone I worked at Bubba Gump with was the person that invited me to my whole first whole life challenge. And if I never had joined the whole life challenge, I never would have met Andy and I never would have been led into that community and I never would have understood personal development. And I also was... um a member of Sean Smith's community and I found that community through someone else that I worked at Bubba Gump with and the thing was we didn't work at Bubba Gump like that was like fucking 11 years ago that we worked at Bubba Gump together but yet our lives took parallel paths synchronous like in a synchronous way around the same time and we were both exploring working in personal development and coaching at the same time concurrently without having ever spoken to each other 
that started in the pandemic and we connected and that's how I got involved in those programs and that's how I met the people from those community and that just further led me into other communities. So had it not been for Bubba Gump, I wouldn't have never been here. So even though I bitch about Bubba Gump and I'm like, oh fuck, I hate that fucking place. It's terrible. It was abusive. Everything was awful. All the people were awful. God damn it. I was an addict. All this stuff. It was so stressful. I was treated like shit. That's all true. But also, I wouldn't have the life that I have now if I was not there. And that was just finding the things within the fabric of that environment that led me to this place that I am now. I never climbed the ladder of of the restaurant business. So I never went from you know like host to server to bartender to manager to AGM to GM to oh maybe I'll get to be like a regional director of operations if I give them 80 hours a week with very little pay not that I'm bitching about restaurants or how they pay people Although restaurant managers are overworked and underpaid. So if you know a restaurant manager, please know that they are overworked and underpaid. And they need to be treated far better than they are treated. I'm just going to leave that right there. They are treated way shittier than they should be. Um, but I never, I never walked, worked my way up the ladder of Bubba Gump. I never did the traditional trajectory of, of climbing the Bubba Gump ladder, but I did get out of Bubba Gump the things that I needed. And those were not things that were traditionally provided by the structure or the system. They were just things that just happened. And they happened specifically because I was in that environment at a certain time with certain people. And that's important. Uh, my last podcast guest, Sabrina Stanley, was somebody that I worked at Bubba Gump with, for example. So these people that were attending the retreat, they were looking for something from the teacher. Like we're always looking from the teacher, but the answer could actually be in anything. It could be in the walls. It could be in the color of the plants. It could be in the outside. It could be somewhere that you're sitting. It could be an observation that you make about a conversation that somebody else is having. I mean, how many times have you been in a group and you've learned from other people that are in that group? Like, and you're not necessarily learning from the teacher as much as you're learning from conversations that are happening outside of the teacher. So there's a lot of things that could be happening and we're not taught that way in the West because the West doesn't make money off of that. The West doesn't make money off of, and when I say the West, I mean like fucking America. Uh, it doesn't make money off of people being creative and curious and loving and joyful and like exploring their old path and doing their own thing we make money off of keep the big um companies running I talk a lot about the food guide pyramid like why did we tell students in schools that they should be eating all of these fucking carbohydrates like they should never be eating that many carbohydrates and it's not because of low carb or keto or any of that bullshit or any of those buzzwords that y'all are hearing in regular like ass vernacular it's because our bodies primarily function on glucose and we when we are maxed out in our muscles and our liver with glycogen everything else goes to storage we just don't need that much glucose we're just not that active like we we need more fruits and vegetables and, and protein and things like that so but grains were government subsidies so we wanted to justify having more government subsidies in school so they created the food guide pyramid and all messed up and it didn't differentiate between different types of carbohydrates and it didn't differentiate between healthy and unhealthy fats we were just taught such a fucked up way of of thinking and we never learned about 
almonds and avocados and like those fats that are like so important. Like we weren't taught about like fish that's rich in omega-3 fatty acids. Like we weren't taught about the things that our bodies need to continue to, to kind of go along and, and, and to have us be the most healthy and, and the best functioning versions of ourselves. We just weren't taught that way. And that was because of systems that was because of our agricultural system that was because of the government like you never like everything that you think that you're doing as a matter of free will probably has some bigger overlapping looming sort of structure that's that's actually keeping you in a box and you don't even know it and it's important to fucking see that because that's all shit that's really happening. And it doesn't really matter if people are unhealthy over here in America because we have big pharma and big pharma makes tons of fucking money off of you being ill. It makes tons of money off of you being ill. So what can I say? This this all I hope is tying together for you. I hope that this is tying together in a way that you can see that you were taught to learn a certain way so that some system outside of you could make money. So now the challenge is that we just take time and learn to understand things another way. I mean, this is, this is our work constantly in the West is to be able to take space and to be able to listen and to be able to see things in present moment. And I am honestly very good at that. So I'm very good at seeing things from present moment. And I do have things that I plan throughout my day. I'm a, I, I plan things. I'm not, I, I wouldn't say that I am a, like a planning person. Like I'll, I'll put things on my calendar, but I leave a lot of space open for receiving. And in the West, we're also taught that production decides your value and production does not decide your value completely because you can't produce yourself to anything. You can't just keep plugging away and expect to get where you want to go because you are not this is not to be insulting and I'm going to speak about myself. You're not creative enough to do that. There's no way that you could think out the sorts of opportunities that you are going to be open to. Like there's just no way that you could think it out. It requires a lot of space so that those things can just come in. Like if we're thinking about producing every moment, then we don't have the space to receive. So I was talking to someone on a podcast recently and I was talking about how when I started Get the Fuck Off, I had no intention of the Get the Fuck Off podcast being part of Get the Fuck Off. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to write some blogs and, you know, maybe I'm going to do some coaching and maybe I'll put together some some digital products, which I still want to do. I still want to do a, a stop smoking um, course which I think will be really effective because it, it incorporates all the different methods of quitting smoking, like all the different methods tied in, not of quitting smoking, but that that are encompassed in quitting smoking to have a successful quit. So I was thinking about doing that, but I haven't started it yet because I'm, I'm working on my coaching program, my women's uh, coaching group, which is starting soon. But that might be coming up. But that was always a plan for Get the Fuck Off. It was like, let me write some shit and like do some coaching and put some stuff on here. And then I started kind of teasing for Get the Fuck Off on Instagram. And one of my friends commented on the post and said, please tell me this is a podcast. Because I'm the universe. Sorry. The universe tells me this is a podcast and I'm vibrating in my seat, I believe is what she said. I know I quoted it recently. I looked it up. 
And up until the, she wrote that, it was not a podcast. It, it had, there was no plan for it to ever be a podcast. But then when I read that comment, I got this like little tinge of excitement and I was like, oh, well, of course it's a podcast. Of course it is. That, that's, that's the answer. It was just fed to me. I received it. And because I received that, I have this whole new community of people now that I wouldn't have had before. I was asked to be a beta tester for Wisdom App and I, I really enjoy the Wisdom community and that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't started the Get the Fuck Off podcast. If I hadn't started the Get the Fuck Off podcast, I wouldn't be in a relationship with the man that I'm in a relationship now. Um, we ended up on an, one of his talks on the Tao Te Ching like serendipitously right after I had read the Tao Te Ching for the first time. So like all of this stuff happened that wouldn't have happened had I not started the Get the Fuck Off podcast. I just had that idea. Like I, I had the idea. I received it from my friend that commented on my Instagram post. Um, the second that I read it, received the idea, got excited. I went on Amazon. I ordered a $75 microphone. It might have even been $50. Come to think of it. It's a cheap piece of shit. I have been using that cheap piece of shit microphone since November of 2020. That thing sat with me at many a Motel 6 on my road trip like it is sitting with me right now as I sit here at my desk recording the get the fuck off podcast and the connection with all of you is so beautiful because I was just open to receive I didn't do anything that day I just received and for me receiving during a day is just as powerful if not more powerful than producing because producing is just the grunt it's just the 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 masculine thump thump like I've talked about on this podcast before the thump 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 away sort of shit and that's important like it's important to have the masculine thump thump whatever the fuck but it's also important to receive and receiving is your flow your feminine your divine intervention your your intuition the way that the the mind is translating messages from from source energy to you here in the world and it's like hey you should do this and you're like hey that sounds like a good idea I think uh one of my clients this week wrote in her notes she was like she was like so these these feelings like these gut feels this is what everyone's talking about with gut feelings and I said yes and then if you decide not to act on those gut feelings that's fear because human beings function either out of love or fear always and so the gut feeling is your intuition and then whether or not you follow it is whether you're following love or fear but that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day so I want to go into intuitive eating and I hope that I um, explained the thing about the retreat well I just want to tie it up by saying had those people not been just seeking teacher, teacher to teach information, one, two, three, four, five steps to them as students, they would have learned a hell of a lot more about intuition. But they did not function that way. I mean, they were apparently, according to this person that I was talking to, the students were even upset about like schedule changes because of the weather. Like, like it's raining if, if like what's the big deal that an outdoor day got changed to an indoor day and an indoor day got changed to an outdoor day but like some people just can't can't deviate from their plans at all I worked with somebody that was like that um just the plan it's like no the world is going to hell and it's like no man this is the this is your experience this is your experience so 
there's that. Uh, intuitive eating. So let's talk about intuitive eating. I want to just go a little bit more into intuitive eating. And I have two different examples of intuitive eating and how this can apply. So I talked about this in one of my emails this week. So intuitive eating. What happens is the cells in your body need something. So they're going to decide what they need. And then the brain is going to translate those messages to you so that it's going to give you ideas. So like if, for example, if you have like a really big craving for olives, you probably need sodium. Like that's just how that would be. So I was talking about the fictitious example of if a person has only eaten Pop-Tarts and chicken nuggets in their life, then if they go to intuitively eat, they're only going to reach for Pop-Tarts and chicken nuggets. They're going to reach for chicken nuggets. And I don't believe I said chicken nuggets. I believe I said McDonald's. So we could say Pop-Tarts and McDonald's. But if they need, if they're going to, you know, want protein, they're going to reach for chicken nuggets. And if they are looking for glucose slash, uh, you know, carbohydrates, they're going to reach for Pop-Tarts. And neither of those choices are the best choices for you because Pop-Tarts are processed food that's going to outlast the apocalypse and that's going to, those lead to inflammation and cancer and, you know, leaky gut and all these, these things that aren't great for us. How would the brain of a person be able to ask for something else if all they've ever had is Pop-Tarts and McDonald's? You know, they wouldn't, it wouldn't, the brain wouldn't know to translate that any other way. So I have a client who's beginning an intuitive eating journey and she's talked to me about it and she said that, you know, she's consumed media because she's been doing a lot of research in a lot of different ways and she said she's consumed a lot of media that has said that if someone tells you to restrict anything, then that's diet culture. And these are like RDs that are saying things and all, like that and all that. And while that's true... If a person has only consumed Pop-Tarts or chicken nuggets their entire life, then how are they going to make any different translations? So when I was starting, I am an intuitive eater. I eat whatever the hell I want. I just ate three slices of very greasy pizza. Like I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. And it's not like Domino's pizza, like regular, you know, America pizza. This is New York pizza. Like a piece of pizza is the size of your fucking face. Like I just dribbled all over three slices of pizza that was my intuitive even eating of the day like that was just how it went that is not how things always were because I used to eat like my friend Christine would say I would eat like I was going to the electric chair most of my life so I had to do a conscious like it had to be very conscious that I removed um, processed food and a lot of garbage and, and I'm not going to say garbage like food is bad or good but like this is just there are just things that are non-nutrient dense that's really what I mean and non-nutrient dense foods and I removed those from my diet so that my body could learn to crave new foods and to ask me for new foods and that was a long process I know like it's hard to sift through information because in the West we want a guidebook but the truth is everybody's right so the RD that says you shouldn't restrict anything is right and also like if you've only eaten Pop-Tarts and chicken nuggets your whole life, you're going to crave Pop-Tarts and chicken nuggets. And Pop-Tarts are not that great for you. And people that say that they cause cancer and, and leaky gut and inflammation and all of this shit are, are also right. So everybody's right. So 
there is a um a gentleman named Ken Wilbur I was listening to his audio tapes on cosmic consciousness on my road trip at the end of the last year and that was the one thing I took from him is when he was talking about consciousness and spirituality and religion he was saying everybody's right and you can apply everybody's right to everything because from your perspective every single person's right and in the the realm of nutrition everyone is right so yes those people are right you have to know yourself well enough to know that if you're the person that is eating the Pop-Tarts and the chicken nuggets and that's all you've eaten for the last 15 years, then you might have to put your body through an adjustment period so that your body can start to translate the messages from your cells and have you crave new things. And the body, as it gets introduced to nutrient-dense food, is almost always going to ask you for the nutrient-dense food when it needs it. It's not going to ask you for a Pop-Tart if it needs red meat like it's just not going to but if if you've never eaten red meat and you're not used to eating red meat and then all of a sudden you need iron it's going to be like where where can I get iron where I don't I don't really know where I can get it like oh my god so it's a it's an interesting process so I think that there's a lot of information out there and people are trying to find one right way and that's just not a thing like intuition doesn't function with one right way it functions to what works for you so the person that's only eaten pop tarts and chicken nuggets is probably going to need to eliminate pop tarts and chicken nuggets and introduce new things now that's not to say that they need to totally eliminate the pop tarts and chicken nuggets but they need to be able to introduce new things so that their body can be introduced to the scope of nutrients that it needs and to be able to get it in the most effective way possible at least to try you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I again, I have no certification to tell you this. I just have life experience. There's not a lot of people who can go from being really unhealthy and really overweight to not being unhealthy and not being overweight and to understand all this shit about nutrition. Like, it's not common. It's not common without being miserable and subscribing to diet culture or just being obsessed. And it's like, no, I actually just live a regular old life. So I'm just telling you what I know from incorporating different things that I've heard. Now, on the same token. I have another client who has been involved in diet culture for a really long time and does know how to eat healthy and has introduced all, you know, and and lived in the realm of only nutrient-dense food for a long fucking time, a long fucking time. So this person would be the opposite of the Pop-Tarts and Chicken Nuggets person, right? So this person was obsessed with only eating, like, healthy shit for a long time. So... A person like that who starts with intuitive eating might go and binge on potato chips and might binge on potato chips for like two weeks. And are they going to gain weight? I don't know, maybe. But eventually they're going to go to look at those potato chips and be like, I really don't want this. And not only that, but like this isn't making me feel good things. This is making me feel kind of bleh. Um same person was telling me about just going on a trip and there wasn't a lot available and so they ate a lot of a lot of bread and a lot of cheese and then they got home from the trip and there was and this food was presented to them and it was carbs it was like you know a a pizza and they were like I, I I I I'm not really into this and like that is like a feeling like that they that they weren't used to having because for the longest time those things were so forbidden and so sexy And that kind of goes back to the quitting smoking science, right? Like if you are viewing things as willpower, 
what does the word willpower mean? I, I did a podcast, or maybe it was a blog, willpower is a dirty word way back when I first started Get the Fuck Off and it was all about how if you're saying willpower, you're making the things that you're going without so sexy that the longer that you stay away from them, the, the longer like you're just like, oh my God, it's been so long since I've had this thing and it's so sexy and it's so wonderful and then when you have it, it's like the greatest thing in the world. It's just so good. You go and you like, like when you're quitting smoking, if you're trying to cut down, then all of a sudden every like when you're a smoker you hate every cigarette but then when you go to cut down every cigarette becomes coveted and sexy so if you're smoking one a day the one that you smoke is going to be the sexiest hottest most wonderful most orgasmic fucking cigarette that you ever had because you're going all day and you're like oh, I just can't wait until that one cigarette oh my god and then when you're smoking it you're like enjoying every drag like you feel it fill your lungs you get that nicotine high you're like oh god I love this and it's just it's poison and if when you were smoking a bunch them every day you realized it was poison but then you're putting in the willpower method so that's the same as like when you're not intuitively eating and you're dieting constantly and you haven't had pizza in three months and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god this pizza and when you start intuitive eating maybe you're gonna be like oh my god I can have pizza now so you eat pizza and then the next day you eat pizza and the next day you eat pizza and then you've eaten pizza for two weeks straight and then all of a sudden you're like I really don't want to eat pizza don't even put fucking pizza in my face right now like I want nothing to do with pizza please take this pizza away and your body will start to communicate so if you're that person that does understand and has been around nutrient dense food and has been feeding their body in in a in a sustainable way but you've been putting it into your mind that you're punishing yourself and that everything that's good is out of your reach and whatever, then that, yeah, that might involve you going ham on the processed. And you're going to realize real quick that your body is going to be sending you communications like, you know what, I really want some red bell peppers today. I would really enjoy having some sardines today. Like these are, these are just, it's a process, but it's intuitive, right? So like there's, these are two different situations for two different people and that's out of 7 billion of us. So 7 billion people are going to have 7 billion ways that intuitive eating is going to look because 7 billion people have 7 billion different bodies whose cells are going to send 7 different communications up to the mind. And the brain is translating the messages that are appearing from the cells of the body because the cells of the body have a consciousness. So they're like, hey, I really want this. I think that I need to build some proteins and I need those proteins to be for the fingernail production. Like maybe your body's like, oh, I'm, I, I need to grow fingernails right now. Or maybe your body's like, oh, you had a really hard run yesterday and it seems like your muscles have some damage so I need to rebuild those proteins there so your body kind of knows what's up and so it's gonna say I need this right now and then the brain's gonna go okay what do I know that that's in okay mm, mm, okay and then the brain is gonna be like hey Andy it's time for you to eat some hard-boiled eggs it's time for you to have that and then that's how it works and that's how it goes you can't have a checklist for intuition. It can't be taught to you. It's taught through space, paying attention, listening, slowing down. It doesn't have an instruction manual. There is no one teacher who could teach it to you. There's no one person. Even this podcast for for what it's worth, and I say this a lot, is a bag of hot air. Like it's a bag of hot air. This is some information that you could use 
Sure, you could use this information. And then there's a million other people that are going to offer you information. And you just collect it all and then you use the information to follow your path. You know your way. If that's too much for you, like reach out to me and we can have a conversation. Because people who say they don't know their way, that's bullshit. They just are having a little bit of trouble because they haven't been taught to use their brains in that capacity yet. So it is definitely just a, a skill that needs some honing. It doesn't, it's not something that you are not born with the ability to do. Trust me, you were born with the ability to do it. I guarantee that you're already doing it in one area. Like a lot of people turn their intuition towards one thing and then, you know, it gets a little bit weak in another area. Like maybe people that are, and I always talk about business and health. A lot of people that are like great at business kind of fuck up with health and people who are great at health fuck up with business and it's like, why? And I think that's honestly because both of those things require pig-headed determination to continue to trudge forward because it does, it does, it, it, you can fall into laziness and you can fall into inaction and that can happen. But both of those things kind of have the same science about them. And if you just continue to go forward and to be able to pay attention to the intuition that's coming through, then you're going to have results. And so intuition, if you can hone it in one area and you can be like really great at business, you can also be really great at health. So if you are like a genius and you're making seven figures and you're like 100 pounds overweight, let me tell you something. You especially, you especially, can fucking turn your health around because you have already done it you've done exactly what it takes you just haven't done it in this exact area so all of you guys that are listening feel free to reach out to me if any of this has resonated with you or if you have any questions about anything it's been so great to have you here next episode is going to be episode number 80 getting ready to go towards episode 100 i'm so excited i never thought that i would be podcasting this long i would never think in my mind in my life that this podcast would get as much traction as it has and I just enjoy all of you being here if any of you have anything you want to talk about um, reach out to me Andy A-N-D-E-E at getthefuckoff.com you can visit me on my website getthefuckoff.com um, obviously Facebook Instagram LinkedIn and I wanted to tell you that enrollment for day one is going to be beginning this week day one is my women's coaching community focused on present moment awareness we're going to be discussing things like intuition we're going to be discussing motivation we're going to be talking about building from today not living in inadequacy using your voice I can't tell you how many women I've worked with that have big dreams of using their voices and just can't get it out they're just they're they're scared they're they're afraid what people are gonna think there's just all this stuff and there's there's so much science and there's so much story in all of that that is so I wouldn't say it's simple to overcome, but it does take hard work. But the work won't feel hard if you stay in present moment. So what what day one is going to look like is we're going to have our online forum where we're going to actually engage daily, just like my one-on-one clients and I do. We we keep a Google Doc back and forth and we stay in present moment. And the reason that we stay in present moment is because if I met them once a week and I didn't meet them in between that time, it's really easy to go slip into old story. And then you're living an old story for six days and you're back with me on day seven. You're like, oh yeah. Kind of like piano recitals when I was little, like I was playing and I was great. And then I'd go home and I'd practice once and then five days would go by and I'd go back And I was just right back where I started. And it wasn't that I wasn't learning or getting better in the lessons. But if I had just stayed in present moment, I would have been consistently getting better. Um, Yeah. 
I was a little bit better with a trumpet. Trumpet I practiced all the time. But piano lessons were like that. That was what that was like. And so present moment is so important. So day one is going to have a component where we're going to have an online forum. And then we're going to also have a weekly Zoom. And it's going to be for women only. I love men. Men, I love you. I love I, I love you. But this is specific to women. It's important that women have a safe space where we can all connect. There's so many. I already have a bunch of different people that are going to be enrolled. And they're all so different and exciting lights in the world. And I'm so excited to bring them all together. And I would love to have you as a member of the community. Even if I don't know you, even if we've never met, reach out to me if you are interested in hearing about it. Andy, A-N-D-E-E at getthefuckoff.com. And if that is too personal, um, day get the fuck off.com day number one so day number one day one day one dot get the fuck off.com i'm going to put a link in the description of the podcast so you guys can just go click it if you're listening just go look for it right now and click it that is where you can get more information about day one and you can subscribe to day one specific emails i do have double opt-in so just make sure you click the confirmation email um, but that is so that you can just get more information and um if you subscribe to that, it'll send you uh, the first email, which is really the, you know, talking about the concept of day one and present moment. And then you'll get all of the updates as enrollment opens this week and then updates throughout uh, the enrollment period so you can know. And then if it feels like it's right for you and you want to talk more, you can reply to any of the emails and talk to me about it. And I am so open to talking to new people. I love it. I really do hope to hear from you. That would be so awesome. And as that's it i'll be back next week with another episode of the get the fuck off podcast everybody thank you for being here so much it means the world to me until next week take care and stay safe stay beautiful everybody